Eat shit and die, Ricky. Eat shit and live, Bill. People's eyes are gonna pop out of their damn skulls when they see this. Listen, you little bitch. You hang up on me again, I'll gut you like a fish. Finger licking good. What's up, everyone? Welcome to the Horror Flicks and Guitar Picks podcast. I'm your host, Tim Trashmouth Mills, and today I'm joined by two guests. First off, I'm joined by Mike Score of the bands All Out War and In Rain, as we do a brief chat about his favorite horror movies, a horror story of his own, and a bunch more. And then stick around after that, as I'll be joined by my beautiful wife, Lauren, as we chat about our top five most anticipated horror films of 2024. Now, before we dive into that, I just want to remind you guys that I'll be doing Horror Movie Trivia Night once again on January 24th at Keegan's Irish Pub in Virginia Beach. If you're in the area, make sure you come on out and test your horror movie knowledge. Also, make sure you go follow me on Facebook, Instagram, and X for all updates on the podcast, as well as Horror Movie Trivia Nights. If you'd like to support the podcast, you can do so the free way by just sharing it around or rating and subscribing wherever you're listening. Or you can sign up for the Patreon. It's only $2 a month. The link for that is in the description. You'll get some stickers in the mail, shout out in a future episode, as well as some bonus episodes and a ton more. So check that out if you're interested. Thank you guys again so much for listening, and let's get into this first interview. Cool. How are you doing? Good. How about you? I appreciate you for coming on the show, man. I'm glad we finally got to knock this out. Oh, yeah, definitely. Thanks for having me on. Of course, man. Before diving right into the horror stuff, I usually like to ask, you know, uh, just real quick about the music side of things. First of all, congratulations on releasing two killer records last year, you know, with Celestial Rot, with the dudes in All Out War, and then, of course, N. Rain's debut with The Way of All Flesh is Decay. Uh, do you have uh, anything coming up in 2024 you want to shout out as far as shows or maybe anything else in the works? Uh, you know, we got a lot of shows coming up. I mean, nothing, nothing specific, you know, just a bunch of shows all over the place. Uh, and then hopefully all at war I have uh, EP out at some point. Oh yeah. you know, over the next year, or at least recorded anyway. Oh yeah, I definitely look forward to that for sure. And uh, of course, you know, anybody that's interested in tour dates, just go, you know, look at the social medias and they'll be all over that stuff. So Yeah. I mean we've got a ton of shows coming up, but Yeah. Two shows in Jersey, Tacoma, Washington. I don't even know what the top of my head. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Now I know you guys got that killer uh, lineup in, on the twentieth for sure in Jersey. So I was Yeah, I'm looking forward to that one. Yeah, hell yeah. But uh, we can dive into the horror side of things. Usually my first question I like to ask all my guests is just, you know, what was your relationship with them growing up? And did it change at all as you got older and became an adult? You know, I always loved them. But I, I love more, like, I'm not like a big slasher film guy at yeah. all. But I like, uh, you know, more of the paranormal type stuff. You know, that, that those kind of movies that you feel like somebody's watching you or maybe you shouldn't be watching it. Yeah. Maybe you're letting something in that you shouldn't let in. Those are Those are the movies that are in my wheelhouse. Oh, yeah. Stuff that almost feels like oh, a lot of them are cursed films, you know, like uh, they say. But, you know, uh, some of them just feel cursed because of the content. Like you said, some of the other stuff coming through. But Yeah. So I, I've always I've always like loved watching those types of movies. Oh, yeah. Do you have uh, any favorites, would you say? Like, you know, whether it's a favorite of all time or just, you know, a few that you watch, you know, uh, from time to time whenever you're feeling the urge to watch a horror movie? Amityville Horror, uh, all the Omen record art records. <laughs> I'm stuck on music. All the Omen movies, you know, uh, and then more modern stuff. I I like The Witch a lot. Oh yeah, that movie. That movie kicks ass. Yeah, no fuck yeah. What uh, being from like uh, you know, the Jersey, New York area and stuff like that. Does it uh, you know, like the lore of the Amityville house is that always kind of like loom heavy over you guys, or you know, just like you know, over your your childhood growing up and stuff. 
No, but every time we play Amityville, I always want to go check out the house, and, and I never do. For whatever oh. reason, I just never get around. I never get around walking down there. I heard it's not too far from the venue that we play down there, but you know, I've never checked it out though. I wish I did. I'm not saying that's definitely a bucket list uh, place to visit for me, but I've heard that the people aren't too kind, like the people that own it, which is kind of crazy. It's like, why would you buy it knowing what's you know that you're gonna have visitors and then right, right, oh yeah, but not. Uh, so, of course, you mentioned, you know, a few uh, favorites and then like a, another modern one. Has there been any other uh, like just kind of recent films that you've seen that you'd enjoy, like horror films that you saw that you enjoyed? And by recent, I mean, you know, just past uh, five to ten years or so. I, I like all the, the Conjuring movies that I've seen. You oh, yeah. know, I'm really into those movies. Again, those those movies are, are all based on the paranormal. And that's the that's the stuff that I'm into. And then uh, I'm trying to think off the top of my head. I, I just watched uh, Where Evil Lurks. And uh, that that was great. I'm I'm not usually into subtitle movies, you know. I usually like, you know, they don't keep my interest. But that movie, man, it kept my interest. I watched the whole. It was fantastic. Yeah. No hell yeah. Yeah, that was one of my favorites of the year for sure. I went and saw it in theaters because I liked the movie, the uh, first movie that the guy did. Uh, so me and a buddy went and caught it in theaters, and I was shocked by like how gory it got and like just how crazy some of the scenes were. Like the dog scene is one of the fucking craziest things yeah. I've seen in a, a movie in forever. So. Yeah. Hell yeah. No, those are definitely some uh, solid choices. But uh, at the uh, back half of the show, I like to ask, you know, a few hypothetical questions and then, you know, one uh, final fun, like kind of fun question that I ask all my guests. My first hypothetical question is if uh, somebody approached you guys, and of course, this is just hypothetical. So if it's something you're not really interested in, I'd definitely feel you. But if uh, somebody approached you guys and wanted you to make a music video for either band, I know that some of the guys in, uh, in Rain are super big horror fans like Dominic and stuff like that as well. So that's why I say either project. But if somebody wanted you guys to make a music video based on one of your favorite uh, horror movies, uh, what horror movie would you choose? And, you know, how would you do it into a music video? Oh, man. How you put me on the spot with that one. Uh, <laughs> Take your time. I edit these down. So. <laughs> yeah. I mean, there, there's so you're talking a movie that already exists. Obviously. Yeah. Or, or just kind of like uh, some people have some uh, take like a concept and go with it. Not so much like like if you would want to just do like your own supernatural take or something. That's uh, I think, you know, uh, all out war, especially, you know, the the current the current stuff uh, off the top of my head. I, I would go with the generic answer, the exorcist, you know, yeah. just because it's all time favorite. But uh, the first omen too. The first omen as well. I'd love to do something with that. That would that'd be awesome. That'd be great. Hell yeah. Now that's a franchise that's finally getting a new one this year. They're, they're, it's actually called the first omen, the new one that's coming out, and it's like a prequel to. It's like way back. It takes place like way back in the forties or fifties or something. Oh yeah. I mean, that movie. I still have problems getting through. Even <laughs> even though I've seen it like a million times, man. Every time we, every time I watch it, I still have problems getting through the whole thing. Yeah, it's got some uh, great scenes in it, and it's just got like a heavy atmosphere over the whole thing because it's very like you know so heavy into the devil and everything. So, but yeah, oh yeah, I even like the third one as well when when he was uh when he was an adult. Isn't it the one where he's uh does he become president or is he just trying to become president? I haven't seen it in a while. I think he's trying to become president. Yeah, I don't think he's there yet. Yeah, I think Sam Neill plays him, which I love Sam Neill, so that's one thing that makes it extra fun too. But oh yeah. But uh, and then my second hypothetical question is pretty much, uh, and I know you do vocals and stuff, but uh, you know, of course, you could, you could grab some guys to help you out and stuff. Would you ever want to score a horror movie, or even you know, 
maybe just you know do a song for one you know with one of the bands and uh if so what kind of subgenre would you rather do i'm sure your answer would be you know supernatural because like we've said you know it's your favorite but would you rather do slasher you know because of the style of music or uh or even like an alien type thing or I, i'd rather stick to the supernatural okay. i mean or or any anything tied in with supernatural and apocalyptic type stuff oh yeah no, this would be super fun to do, and especially, uh, I feel like if you did it right, like, uh, some of the gloom, like, there's a lot of uh, heavy music in, like, the modern Supernatural movies, you know what I mean? Not the ones that take place in, like, the 80s, like The Conjuring, but some of the other ones that have come out for sure. Except the room for stuff, but... Oh, yeah. And uh, pretty much my final question I like to ask all my guests, which, like I said, is just a fun one, and it's, uh, do you have a horror story of your own? And it could be, you know, from just years of being on the road with the dudes, or, you know, something that was scary as shit that happened in your uh, personal life. And if you have a paranormal story of your own, you're more than welcome to share that as well. I mean, man, there's so many weird things that's happened throughout the years. I mean, from staying at weird places to I mean, remember we stayed at one place in in the middle of nowhere. It was a long time ago. It was probably like the I don't know, like '97. And uh, this this kid says, "Yeah, you can come back and you can you can stay at my house." But when we got there, I was like, "Oh, but you can't come in. You got to stay. You got to stay outside and." in this like garage or whatever and we're sitting there and we're like what the fuck man like you know all right so it's in the middle of the woods and uh all of a sudden we just hear like what sounds like somebody walking on the top of the on the top of the garage on the top of the roof and like half of us just went back and slept in the van <laughs> and uh me and a couple of the other guys we, we stayed all night long it just sounded like somebody was pacing back and forth on the roof so that was one of the weird, one of the many weird things that's happened, you yeah. know, throughout the years. That that one that one stands out. That one definitely stands out. Oh yeah, no, that would scare me for sure too. Especially being somewhere like so unknown, because you know, it's one thing if you know, if you're somewhere that you know that you know people go up there all the time or something like that. You know what I mean? But no oh, fucking. No, hell yeah. I appreciate you for coming on the show, man. And like I said, congrats on Two Killer Records last year. Uh, we just, you know, I do those roundtable episodes with some mutual friends of ours. You know, Phil from Irate and his uh, son Jay, as well as, you know, Ren and Travis from Eternal Sleep and stuff. So, and both of those records made a, 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 all of our list. If I'm not, well, you know, like, I know All Out Wars record made all of our list. I think In Rain made a few of our lists as well. So, definitely. Oh, great. Thank, thank you. Appreciate it, man. Oh, yeah, man. Of course. But, uh, like I said, I appreciate you for coming on the show and uh, have a great rest of your day. Okay. Thank you. And as usual, I just want to say thanks again for listening. And now we're going to dive into our top five most anticipated horror movies of 2024. And of course, I'm joined by my beautiful wife, Lauren. How's it going, babe? It's going. Hey, babe. Thank you so much for joining me. Uh, do you want to kick off your number five or do you want me to start? I want to start. Okay, you start. What's your number five? Okay, so my number five um, is Baghead. I don't know if you watched the trailer for this one. It looks absolutely fucking wild. Can I curse? Yeah. Okay. So from what I got from the very long trailer is that a girl with no family possibly inherits like a pub somehow. I don't know. I think there's a father. Maybe there's not. I don't know. But she inherits a pub and it's a pub with a special guest in the freaking basement and this special guest in the basement is a character named baghead and you can speak to your lost loved ones through baghead but not without consequences it looks like something we've seen before i think but like maybe with a twist i don't know it looks like it could be scary so i wanted to put it on my list 
Oh, yeah. No, I did watch the trailer for that, and I do like that concept of, like, somebody inherits something, and when they go back, there's a secret. Mm-hmm. Uh, I definitely saw... I think it's kind of supposed to play, like, into the whole, like, um, Skinwalker, you know, like, where they can mimic other people and this and mm-hmm. that. If I'm not mistaken, that's what I saw for, uh, like, the um, synopsis for Baghead. But, um, no, that's one that I definitely think can be surprisingly good, kind of like a cobweb or even a barbarian, if it's that good, you know? It looks scary to me, so... Yeah. Oh, yeah. So my number five is one that uh, has already been seen by a lot of people. It made a lot of lists because it was like it made a festival circuit last year, but it didn't quite break through into the... It didn't hit streaming or anything like that. But if I'm not mistaken, it was bought by Shudder. It doesn't have a release date, but it is like slated for this year. But Shudder will sometimes just throw one out. Like, next thing you know, it's like on their monthly mm-hmm. uh, lineup for it. The name of the movie is called Late Night with the Devil. And what it is, is it stars David Dalsmachin, you know, who played Polka Dot Man in Suicide Squad. Mm-hmm. He's in The Boogeyman. He's been right. he's been in a lot of uh, Dragula stuff as well as yeah, yeah, he yeah. was in the uh, special. They did the Halloween special, remember? Mm-hmm. Um, but he... Pretty much it's the synopsis for this is a live television broadcast in 1977 goes horribly wrong, unleashing evil into the nation's living rooms. Hmm. So, uh, it, you know, it's I love period pieces. The fact that it yeah. takes place in the 70s and it's supposed to be like on kind of like a late night with Dick Van Dyke show like type okay. shit or, right. you know, Johnny Carson or whatever. Like, so it's going to mimic a lot of that stuff. So I'm really excited to see where this goes. It's got nothing but rave reviews out of the festival circuit. I don't know much about it other than that synopsis. I'm trying to, I, I don't even know if I want to watch a trailer at this point. Right. Um, but the only reason this is at five instead of higher up is because I haven't seen a trailer and I, you know, it doesn't necessarily have a release date. So that's my number okay. five. Okay, cool. What's your number four? Number four uh, was Maxine. Hell yeah. We watched, uh, what did we watch the other day? The other day, excuse me, sorry, I'm nervous. We watched Pearl, right? We watched watched uh, watched that guy react to X in Pearl. We did, but I swear we watched Pearl. Maybe we just talked about it. Either way. Watching those synopsises made me excited about Maxine coming out. Um, where originally I didn't think Maxine would be on my list, but I'm excited for it to come out. I'm, I love the 80s, you know? I also like period pieces, and we all love Ty West. So hopefully Maxine will be as good as Pearl was. I love Pearl. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So my number four, the reason this one beat out my number five, because these ones could have gone either way, is only because we do have a little bit of footage, and that's the Toxic Avenger. I'm so Yo. fucking excited for this. Yeah, I, I lo- know you are. I love Toxic Avenger, and the fact that they pretty much are treating this like a trauma trauma movie with a big budget just makes it that much more exciting. Um, the footage we got was nuts. Uh, yeah. I love the fact that they cast Peter Dinklage as the role of Toxie. Um, we also have Elijah Wood, who's awesome, Kevin Bacon, just a stack cast all around. And then Megan Blair, <clears throat> who's directing it, has been in two of Jeremy Solnay's films, you know, Green Room, which I love. He mm-hmm. plays uh, Patrick Stewart's, like, right-hand man, pretty much the one that's, like, doing the bitch work the whole time. And then uh, he also is the lead in Blue Ruin, who's, like, getting the revenge for his family and stuff like that. So right. now I'm really excited about this one, for sure. Okay. Wait. There's something I wanted to say, but it just totally... 
Oh, I mean, Lloyd, you know, we have yeah. to be excited about anything trauma because Lloyd Kaufman is an angel on earth. So. Yeah. <laughs> and it's one of those situations where it's not like Don Mancini and Child's Play remake where he was like, I don't fuck with this. It's Lloyd Kaufman's back to this right. like, 100%. And like, he's such a character. Yeah. And I just love him. So. He's excited for it, for sure. Exactly. So. Oh, man. Okay, so my number three. I'm excited about this one. Um, called The Watchers. So it's going to bring back Dakota Fanning, who I haven't seen a lot from her, and, you know, I've loved her for years and all everything she's done. Yeah. Um, And I'm excited also for it because it's um, M. Night Shyamalan's daughter's directorial debut. Yeah. Debut, excuse me, Ashana. I think that's how your name, Ashana Shyamalan. Yeah. Um, I guess the synopsis is that Fanning gets trapped in a shelter in the forest with strangers. I don't know why she's in the forest, some type of adventure, but she's she trapped with strangers, and at night they have to fight off monsters. I'm very much a Shyamalan fan, and I like, like, a scary monster movie. I don't know. I'm a stan of the Shyamalan, so I'm excited for that one. And I love Dakota Fanning. I don't know the last time I've seen her. So yeah. when I saw that she was going to be, like, the lead, I was like, okay, yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, other than movies like... Uh... The Runaways, which she was in, and then I think she, if it, it's, I always get mixed up. I'm not sure if it was her or Chloe Grace Moretz that was in this movie called Hick, but uh, either way, it's been a while since, like, I think, like I said, The Runaways is like the last thing that sticks out for me for Dota Code and Fanning, and that was like when she was just hitting like 18, 19, 20. Yeah, I don't even think I can remember anything from when she's older, like 13 going on 30. I know there was more, but like, I still remember her from being small, so yeah. I'm stoked. Hell yeah. That's a good choice for sure. My number three is The Shrouds by David Cronenberg. So mm-hmm. I don't know much about this other than Vincent Castle stars in it, and I absolutely love Vincent Castle. He's a completely like force every time he acts, pretty much. And right. the synopsis is uh, a guy creates a coffin where families can watch their loved ones decompose in real time. So it's just a wild concept. It fits right in with Cronenberg's normal concepts of like yeah. high tech, like high future t- technology that also c- comment on you know, stuff that deal with today's issues. And mm. I just think it's going to be a great movie. And I know some people were iffy on Crimes of the Future, but I thought that movie fucking ruled. And I think it was just showing that he's right back to where he needs to be. And the fact that he's ready to turn out another movie also makes me right. confident that it came so quickly, you know? It's exciting either way, <clears throat> just because of who Cronenberg is. You know, he's yeah. an icon with the body horror, and you're really into that. So. Yeah. It tracks. Oh, right. Number two for me. I don't know much about it, and I don't think many do. This might be on your list, but maybe you can give me more info. Um, Number two is Jordan Peele's new movie. I don't think it's been... um, They've even given, like, a name or anything. They're trying to keep it very under wraps, but, I mean... We did, we did watch the other day another synopsis of Nope, and I was like, yeah, it's a great movie. And just remembering his other movies, like, yeah, he's awesome, so he's got to make the list. Simple as that. No, he's definitely one that, like, no matter what the movie, like, I don't need a synopsis. You could say, oh, Jordan Peele, Jordan Peele has a new movie. You can watch it early. Here you go, and I'll jump in and watch right, it. But exactly. Um, so I'm right there with you. The only thing is is that it was slated for Christmas, and it was untitled Jordan Peele movie, and yeah. then it got just pulled off completely so it doesn't have a date yet and it's not even filming or nothing however christmas is when my number two comes out which is now sparatu and so it makes sense that uh 
they pulled that from that date because even if the movie was still going to come out in December, they might not want to put it up against Nosferatu the same exact week. So right. it might still come out in December, you know, because they might still be slated to start shooting in February and they could be done by December um, mm-hmm. if they really have like a strict plan to get it done. You know, because usually you can start shooting in February and if you shoot right, you could be done by, yeah. you know, uh, April, May. So and then it's just editing up until... You know, you don't put Release. out a, you put out nothing but a teaser that shows nothing, right? And then in February or in September, you put out an actual trailer. Boom, your right. movie's on December. Bam. Mm. So it's well, my apologies if it doesn't come out in twenty twenty four. And Asratu made my honorable mentions. I had a couple like down below in the pad, but. Why are you excited for it? You said that's your number two. Yeah. So Nosferatu is my number two because, for one, I love Robert Eggers. He did The Lighthouse, yeah. which I actually like more than The Witch, even though I think The Witch is a better movie. Mm-hmm. I just love the weirdness of The Lighthouse, the performances from both Robert Pattinson as well as right. Willem Dafoe are just great and everything. And so, um, and I also didn't think that uh, I would want to rewatch a black and white movie that came out in 2022 yeah. ten times, and I've already seen the movie probably ten times. So right. It's one of my favorite films. Robert Eggers is great. The Northman was even great. It just doesn't fit into the horror genre as much as the other two, so that's why I don't probably reference it as reference it reference it as much. But I also don't haven't seen it as much either. So no, I love Robert Eggers. It's fucking Bill Skarsgård is playing Nosferatu, that was my question. which okay. is going to be insane. And you know he goes yeah. nothing but practical. He does a great job of entering periods with his films, and I think right. that. Doing Nosferatu as a period piece is the best way to do Nosferatu. Uh, it's, I'm excited to see Lily Rose Depp get a chance to actually shine as an actress outside of right. you know some of the shows she's done in you know smaller roles like she was in Yoga Hosers was the only thing I've actually seen her do. Yeah, and um, so it'd be nice to see just the whole cast. Uh, Nicholas Holt, who's in Renfield as Renfield, is going to be okay. in this. I don't think he's playing Renfield, but he's he's in this again, and right. he's just a great actor. So oh, it's yes. a stacked cast. It's Robert Eggers, he knows his shit. He's right up there with Jordan Peele for me and Ari yeah. Aster. So now I'm excited for it. No, I figured that one would make your list, especially because it's like a remake of a classic, you know, monster movie. One of the big three, I guess, if you think about like old school. To the me, first horror movie. I was say, yeah, Dracula is not my favorite. Obviously, you know, Creature from the Black Lagoon is my favorite yeah. universal monster. But Dracula, to me, is the OG. Because him and Frankenstein came out the first year, the same year, 1931, was the year those both those movies came out. Right. But if I'm not mistaken, Dracula was first. And even if it's not, it's one of those things where it's like, you got Dracula versus Frankenstein. Dracula's a true villain. Frankenstein's just mm-hmm. misunderstood and does things like completely by, you know, when he kills the little girl, it's still on accident. You know what I mean? He, right. he doesn't understand. Frank Dracula's a true no, villain. And that's yes. what I think I like about... That's one thing I like about Dracula's characters. Out of all those, even though he's romanticized a lot, he still does everything with it, with intent to fucking kill, pretty yeah, much. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. Hmm. Okay, so my number one. I don't think we'll have the same. No. No, we won't. We won't. So my number one, as you heard me say earlier, I'm a Shyamalan stan. I'm excited he's putting out another movie. So his next one's going to be called Trap. Yeah, I didn't see a trailer. I don't think there's much really out there about it. I don't know if you can tell me more. Um, but I kind of like that. I hope it doesn't end up being a pile of shit. But again, I love Shyamalan movies. I love Signs. We should watch that tonight to go to sleep. <laughs> no, <laughs> um, so I'm just super stoked. <laughs> no, I love Shyamalan as well. And it's one of those that, honestly, the only two films that get... So I don't dislike a single Shyamalan film I have seen. The mm-hmm. only two I haven't seen are The Lady in White and The Happening. 
and I haven't seen the last Airbender because it's an Avatar. Those are yeah. all the ones that people say are bad, and I'm like, people hate on the village, and some people hate on the signs, but then you also have the other side where people love that shit too. So right. I'm with you. Shyamalan doesn't miss, in my opinion, and then I always mistake devil is when he directed but he produced it and it's that's a great one too so um uh the visit was amazing and visit okay. was when he directed so old is i don't understand the hate for old i feel like people that hate on old don't really understand it or maybe just kind of like checked out by the time I the exposition came in in you know, this so. day and age people are just fucking haters i think i didn't think i saw old but uh i read up a lot about it and watched some videos with you on it and it seems like your typical Shyamalan scary ass something going on like Scary. No, no thanks. <laughs> so pretty much the details that uh, I can give you on Trap is it stars Josh Hartnett from uh, the faculty yes. and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. That and then, exciting uh, for me because faculty, it's like a nod. Yeah, and then it takes place at a concert. It's a horror movie that yeah, takes yeah, place yeah, at yeah. a concert, which okay, is cool so and a unique of, thing. So. That made me think like, okay, what if they're going to go like mass shooter, like some type of, um, what do you call that? Like hysteria, you know what I mean? So that made me think of that too. Actually, I did read that. Or like bit some cult it. shit with a concert. Maybe. So. Ooh, that'd be a good twist. Like some thirty seconds the Mars concert shit that turns into like. A, Let's drink the Kool Aid. Let's drink the Kool Aid. <laughs> oh, I didn't even think of that possibility. It's mm, a good one. Okay, babe. Well, lay it on me. What's your number one? Maxine, of course. Yeah. I love uh, Ty West. <laughs> House of the Devil is one of my in my top ten of all time. Yeah. X and Pearl are gonna make it up there one day, so he'll probably have a couple movies in my top ten eventually. Yeah. They're just great movies. I love Pearl so much. I can't wait to see what Maxine does, and I'm excited that it's a nod to Giallo films, Argento, and even like American Giallo films with you know De Palma's Dressed to Kill and stuff like that. And I just can't wait to see exactly what he does with this and what you know they do with the score, with the '80s, the cast, and I think this is gonna be the first one that's a whodunit because they keep saying it's a giallo with over top gore i think right. that's exactly where the giallo aspect's going to come in is it's going to be kills where we see from the point of view of like uh i think and like i think he'll wrist. be the yeah. i think he'll be the first one in a long time to actually do giallo kills like Correctly. exactly that show you just hands fucking slicing throats and or something yeah, yeah and um well that makes me excited because i love a nice color you know i mean ty west his use of color to begin with but uh giallo nod you know what i mean like yeah Mm, that'll be so awesome. That'll be beautiful. I think mm. the score actually will be better. Eh, I don't know. You're hitting on a lot there. Yeah. I'm excited. Pearl just made me really excited for Maxine. Like, I did no hate on X. X is great, but I personally, Pearl is my favorite. Yeah. And it could just be the whole, you know, like, nod to Wizard of Oz type look or whatever it is there. It's nostalgic for me almost in a really weird way, but... I'm excited too. They could have made my number one. I'm I'm not surprised it's your number one at all. Oh yeah. What's uh your honorable mentions? Ooh, okay. My honorable mentions. I wrote them down here. Nosferatu. Um, the other one, Imaginary. It looks scary to me, but it could be bad. Is where I my was problem like, is, eh. is Jeff Woodlow, I think, who did Truth or Dare, and that movie's a oh, pile of garbage. I didn't so. know that. See, I don't yeah. know enough. Okay, well, so maybe we'll watch it when it comes out on But streaming. I do think Imaginary looks... The movie Chauncey, my, my bear Chauncey. Yeah. Freaking, I was like, bitch, what is this little kid saying to yeah. me? Um, and then Lisa Frankenstein, which comes out soon. That looks but super it cute. looks super cute. And it has one of the little Sprouse uh, twins in it, and he's a like, super cutie. And I, I just like the idea, you know, of her, like... First of all, being obsessed with this dead person, you know, in love with this dead guy, and then him coming back to life. He's almost like a Frankenstein, and she's, like, reanimating him. I don't know. The trailer just gave me 
gave me life. Shit almost made my list, but I was like, nah, it's already out. So let me do some other ones. Yeah. Hell yeah. Now I'll shoot out three. I didn't have any honorable mentions, but these are just three that come off the top. The first one being Shelby Oaks, which is a movie with a found footage aspect. I don't know much about it, but it's being done by that YouTuber, Chris Stuckman. He's been around for a long time. Mm. He's I've seen him on a few Schmodown episodes. I've just watched a few of his reviews. And um, I just want to see what he does. You know, it's nice to see these YouTubers finally, like, move Someone over. New, I will yeah. say it's a little different because his YouTube was, like, review-based. So where, like, the Filippo brothers who murdered Talk right. To Me yeah, 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 um, yeah. were doing, like, narrative videos mm -hmm. where this guy's pretty much just done reviews. So I'm excited to see how he takes it. And it's supposed to be based on a true story, so I'm excited about that. Um, right. Backrooms, which is another YouTube one that turned into a A24 horror movie. But Backrooms is one about this. This guy's made, like, this series of YouTube videos where it's, like... Um, these people that fall into the back rooms, which are like alternate alternate dimensions. So mm -hmm. I'm not going to over-explain it, but it's definitely a rabbit hole worth falling into if you're bored and on YouTube one day. Cool. Um, and it's a, like a 17 or 18-year-old kid that's making a movie for A24, so that's exciting. Um, yeah. And then the last two is Destroy Your Neighbors or Destroy All Neighbors. That'll be out the same day that this releases on Shudder. I'm excited to check it out this weekend. It stars Jonah Ray from Mystery Science Theater reboot, as well as a couple other things. He was in Christmas Bloody Christmas, okay. as well as Alex Winter from Freaked, which is one of my all-time mm -hmm. favorites. Bill and Ted, which yeah. is just <laughs> obvious. And then The Lost Boys. Um, it's about a guy who kills his neighbor, and it's something like... It, it looks... It's hard to tell from the trailer, but it's like a guy that's trying to... Um, become famous and he is like a prog rock band and he okay. ends up killing his neighbor and sometime, somehow he still ends up being haunted by his neighbor's like blown up body. It's, it looks very funny and like campy and like just crazy yeah. practical effects fun movie. So cool. I'm excited for that one. And then the last one is one that a trailer was dropped for today and that is the Radio Silence Guys take on Dracula's daughter called Abigail which is pretty much about a girl vampire who uh, a group of people get brought into a mansion for something and they don't know exactly what and then they're told they got to stay there for 24 hours and look over somebody famous's daughter and while they're there doing it they start to realize that they're trapped inside and the daughter is a vampire huh. so um it has Catherine Newton from Freaky Lisa Frankenstein, uh, cool. all that stuff. And then it also has Melissa Barrera from Scream, who was just fired and all that bullshit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So she, I'm glad to see her starring in something else. It has a bunch of other good cast members. So I'm excited for that. I'll that'll show you the trailer nice... when we get off here, because I don't think you've seen yeah, it. Yeah, so. no, but that'll be a nice little twist on a vampire movie. We love a vampire movie. And Radio Silence, they're ready or not, which yeah, is so yeah, yeah. fun. So yeah. it's going to be that, you know, like a big mansion okay. full of fun people and a vampire. Hmm. So. Yeah, we love a vampire movie. Ready or not was great. Yeah. Fuckers. That movie, man. <laughs> but hell yeah. <laughs> yeah, you have a pretty good list, boo. Thank you, you too, baby. Thank you. So I hope you guys enjoyed that, and uh, make sure to reach out and let me know you know, what made your list that didn't make ours, and uh, go follow me on Facebook, Instagram, and X for all updates on the podcast. If you'd like to follow my beautiful wife, Lauren, <laughs> uh, it's Elski, E-L-L-L-S-K-I-I-I-I. -I -I -I. It's three L's, four I's. Uh, on Instagram, she's on Facebook as Lauren Mills, or... Yeah, Laura Mills. I was about to yeah. say her last, you know, her maiden name. Nope. That be, but no, so, uh, she's on Facebook as Laura Mills. And she's not on X, but you can go follow us on all three, or you can sign up for the Patreon if you want to support, or just share it around and rate and subscribe wherever you're listening. And thank you guys again so much for listening. Make sure you check back next week as I'll be joined by the one and only 
I'll be joined once again, actually, by the one and only Rob B of the band's Rust, Die Alone, and One to Blame. And then following that, uh, we'll be back on our monthly roundtable stuff with uh, the Big Four. So, in of course, if you don't know, that's Metallica, Megadeth, Slayer, and Anthrax. So check back for that. Uh. Thank you guys again so much for listening, and stay safe. <laughs>